You're listening to an It Takes Three Network podcast. Oh, what, you think you're back in society now so you don't need the money? Wake up, Julie. These people are never going to accept you. You don't have any friends here. Wrong. I have Kirsten, and I won't do this to her. Now, I think it's time you left, don't you? This town's only really big enough for one manipulative bitch. Less. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us this week. We are talking about season three, episode seven, The Anger Management. This episode originally aired on November 17th, 2005, was written by John Stevens and directed by Michael, aka Mike, aka Fresco. Mike again. Same thing last week. <laughs> I know. When I read that on, I think IMDb is where I, I got this information, I ju- it just made me laugh. Mm-hmm. AKA Mike. Like AKA that's not a Mike. nickname for Michael. I was like, okay, thank you for letting us know <laughs> your preference. Summary for this episode Taylor's horsing around. Oh, but I can't help it. Causes a rift between Seth and Summer. Ryan is dealing with inner rage, and Kirsten is excited to throw a charity event while Julie remains unsure and feels guilt. So much guilt. Yeah. I this mean, is a good episode, though. So I was really into it the whole time. And then Ann came and he sat with us towards the end and he was like, I'm really into this. So we're all really into it. We're all really into it. It was fun. Before we get into it, though, I do want to let y'all know our snack of the week, which actually ended up being another drink. Two weeks in a row. We had Captain Oats milk latte. Cute. Inspired by Captain Oats hanging with Taylor for a night. She stole him. So I made, actually, I can't take credit. Ant came up with it. Good job, Ant. Perhaps Ant should just show run. Let's talk OC. <laughs> he should just write the, sh- like, he's the producer of yeah. it. And we just are the, the faces. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> or the, the mouths. The, the mouths, mouths and voices. The voices. It. But I made us a latte of using the breakfast blend from uh, Trader Joe's. It's my favorite. We Wait, had that the first time we had our drink of the week. Delicious. Week. Coffee from Trader Joe's is awesome. I know. And I used the Oatly brand oat milk. Also awesome. And it was really, really good. And it was then delicious. If you want to get fancy, we sprinkle cinnamon and nutmeg on top. Right. Yeah. Because you got to get fancy. But yes, I... Oh. You take pride when you make a homemade latte, you know? I do. So I you're really, like, oh, let me make it more fancy than it should be. I know. And I really want to get stencils. Oh. Do they make those? So I can yeah. put an M with cinnamon. That is so adorable. I know. Okay. Part of me, like I like we said, like this episode's so good, and obviously I just want to jump to like the major scenes. I know. But we won't do that. We'll go in order we as much as we can, as much as possible. Okay, so this episode opens up. It's really cute. The core four at the diner with milkshakes. Yeah, and they're discussing Master of the Flying Guillotine, which is this violent Asian cinema film that Seth wanted to see. Yeah. And they're all judging it and they're like, you oh, know, that wasn't great. That wasn't great. And Ryan's like, you know, next time let's let the girls pick the movie. 
And they wanted to watch Bring It On. And I love it when they're cheering. So funny. Yeah. And it's really cute because that's like, uh, do you remember last time that that whole phase <laughs> happened? And they're having such a cute friendship moment. And who walks in but Volchuk? Right. To their diner. This is like their neck of the woods. It's like their turf. This is that right there. Their turf. Yeah. And Marissa immediately sees them and stops singing. And Summer's still going. I know. <laughs> still chanting. Marissa's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. But Volchuk, of course, approaches them and he wants a rematch. Getting Ryan all riled up. Yeah. And, you know, Seth is like, hey, guys, like, we don't have to do this. And Summer's like, maybe this wouldn't have started if you didn't uh, hook up with Casey. Mm -hmm. And Seth tries to, like, calm the situation. And Ryan's like, listen, I'm not going to fight you. But Volchuk, this is his mission. To find out what, what annoys Ryan and to, like, use it against him. Yeah. So this this sets up this episode perfectly because we know Volchuk's mission is to just set off Ryan. Yep. And now we have to see if Ryan is going to pop. Which <laughs> I don't know how he couldn't pop. I'm proud of him, though. So proud. Right? It could have really been bad. Yeah. So this episode takes place on, in which I'm starting to see a theme here. Weekends? Yeah. It's Friday and Sandy is... Kind of, it's his first day. His first day at school. I know. <laughs> his he's, first day on the job. Yeah. And he's now CEO of the Newport Group. But he's talking to Kirsten about which tie he should wear. They're in the kitchen and she's all excited because she's setting up her charity event. Yeah. They're she's, both excited. Yeah. These are really exciting things that are happening. And she guides him on which tie to wear. And she asks him, should there be booze at the charity event? That's an an honest question yeah. because the normal person doesn't think about anything like that, but an ex addict and people who are all ex addicts or most, some of them like that's a big question. Yeah. And you're raising money for substance abuse. Right. So do you want to promote it with the substance itself? Right. But then again, these are all noopsies. Right. And Sandy's like, but people are more likely to make a donation with a little alcohol in them. Probably. Yeah. So definitely booze. Yeah. But it's touchy. It's a it, situation. Definitely. And Ryan and Seth walk in the kitchen and Kirsten's like, I would really need your guys' help this weekend. We're setting up for the charity On event. Sunday. On Sunday. <laughs> right. So now we're setting up when things are happening. Yes. Friday, I need your help on Sunday. And Seth's like, I don't think this is going to happen. You know, Not on my Seth. Sunday. Not on my Sunday. And Ryan's like, of course, I'll be there. Without question. We'll be there. Yeah. And <laughs> Sandy... You know, he remarks like, hey, guys, like this is your mom's first event. We got to be there for her. Right. And he's like, what could you possibly be doing? And Seth hysterically is like, "Um, it's the Sabbath. It's the Sabbath. And then Ryan says, isn't the Sabbath on Saturday? <laughs> it was very funny. It was a very funny scene. Yeah. yeah. But he does tell his mom. And we all knew Seth was he's gonna show. going to show. He's just giving a hard time first. And he's like, of course, mom, I will be there. Marissa's still staying with right. Summer. And they're in the bedroom and Summer's painting her nails. And Marissa and her are discussing Volchuk. And discussing Casey and discussing Johnny. Yeah. And Summer's like, um, okay, so Johnny's now single. He likes you, Marissa. Uh -huh. We're still trying to drive uh -huh. this point home. And Marissa's like, I don't think so. No way. But then she says, if I question it, I can ultimately ruin our friendship. And it's awkward. If I She's like, if I say, hey, do you like me? It's awkward. And if I say, hey, 
and he says yes, it's awkward. And if he says no, it's still awkward. Right. Either way, it's awkward. Yeah. So she doesn't want to really approach it. I don't blame her. I don't blame her either. That is so incredibly awkward mm-hmm. to be like, excuse me, do you like me? If so, then we have a problem. And if not, then we still have a problem because this is just really not, that's not a good look for me. Circle yes, circle no. Right. Or maybe. Or maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. We head over to Harbor and Ryan and Seth are discussing the whole Volchuk thing. And Seth's like, listen, Ryan, you can't fight him. And Ryan's like so sure of himself. He's so calm. He's like, I'm not going to fight him. He's like, I'm not that person. Yeah. I'm good. Right. He's like, Kit Chino hung up his hoodie. And Seth's like, are you sure? Like, I'm just, I'm worried about this whole situation. And while they're talking, Taylor approaches. And she's like, hey, Seth. Hey, Ryan. Like on speed. She's going on and on about the lock-in and how great he was and how funny he was. Can he help her plan the Christmas party? They make such a great team. <laughs> such a good team. And everyone keeps talking about how great it was. And even though he got made fun of, he didn't care. And them sh- sharing the stories. And then that's how she finds out about Captain Oates. Yeah. And his childhood best friend. So she just, she's. She, she has a crush. She's got a, a huge crush. Because Seth is the only person that is nice to her. Yeah. Which is so sad. I know. And we talked about this last week, how. I think she has frenemies. Yeah, there's definitely people that will tolerate her but probably don't like her behind her back. And But she doesn't really have anyone who is a true friend. And who understands her. Right, or it just gives her the time of day. No, like she doesn't have any attention. No one really pays attention to her. Yeah, and so... Including one, her mother. Including her mother, uh, who's hot, Veronica. Yeah. She's awful. She is awful. Yeah. But as she's mentioning the dance and Seth's like, you know, if you should talk to Summer... Summer's so good at she pl- when she planned the carnival. Like, yeah. it was so good. She's like, Summer, your girlfriend? Are you sure? And she instantly turns cold. She walks away because Summer's approaching and Ryan's like, You're in trouble. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. And then Summer comes over and she's like, Why were you talking to Taylor? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know, I don't like her. I hate her. <laughs> so it's like, Oh, I just nothing. love how Ryan's like, Dude, you're in trouble. You're in and trouble. like, No, what do you talk about? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. It's fine. Mm, no, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So while the kids are at school, Kiki and Juju and Sharshar are all <laughs> at the club and they're discussing the big charity event. It's fastly approaching and they have 130 RSVPs. Right. And it what it was Oh, Kiki pop? was heading to the club pop or something like that. 5,000 ahead. 5,000 ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Kiki got a call when she was at the house. She didn't get to the club. It was Julie and Charlotte talking at the club. But yes, 130 RSVPs at 5,000 ahead, which means they will get a total of 600,000, 300,000 each. Right. Julie, she's on board. Disappointed. But I predicted that. I mean, she does say, like, remind me why I have to do this. Do I have to do this? Are you sure this is the right plan? Yeah, and Charlotte's like, um, you have two daughters, you don't no have No husband, man. no money. So what else are you going to do? You do need to do this. The, the perfect manipulation because Julie's like, yeah, you're right. I have none of that. So Right, and in one night, you're going to make 300000 Right. Simple. Stupid money. Stupid Just money. Stupid. And after all of this, like, I will flee town. and Right, and you can blame me. Yeah. And they'll never yeah. think anything of it, and you'll be fine. And it'll be great. 
which the audience is like, no, it won't, Julie. Don't be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> which we have faith. Right. We have faith. We have faith in Julie. But at this point, Julie's like, okay, I have to do this. I don't have a choice. Yeah. Back at Harbor. <laughs> Taylor. Taylor approaches Ryan, which is hysterical. She's just trying to get that dirt, that info on Seth and Summer. E- and it's very, very obvious. Ryan knows that Taylor has a crush on Seth. Yeah. So he's just like appeasing her by listening, but she's talking a mile a minute again. He's not even, res- he, he can't he even can't get even a word respond. in. He can't even respond. She's just, uh, how are they? Are right. they solid? And she's bringing up Brad and Jennifer. And how Angelina came in. Oh my God. And that they were stable, but they weren't stable. They were but- 10, but maybe they weren't. Yeah. Cause Angelina came around. And so she asked Ryan, like how stable are Seth and Summer? One to 10. And Ryan's like a 10. Yeah. And Taylor says, oh, well, maybe Jen, Jen and Brad were a 10 too. Yeah. Not until Angelina came around. She's <laughs> just like scheming and plotting in her head. And she's like, all right, thanks, Rye. Gotta go. Right. <laughs> she's scheming. Uh, okay. So Sandy, like we were saying, Sandy was picking out his tie for his first day at the Newport group. And so we find out Sandy, which we knew was CEO and president. Matt is VP. It's a big step. For a person who just came into the business. And hey, 26. And 26. I mean, Sandy just hired this guy. Right. And now he's VP of the company. But I mean, good for you. Great career jump. I know. (laughs) But don't you think it's, I don't know, this took me by surprise. It's quick. Yeah. But they go over, it's kind of like a little team meeting of how things are going to go. How they're not just doing mansions anymore. They're going to have the low income income housing. And then... Matt and Sandy, they have a little meeting, and Matt's like, uh, Sandy, we need to fire nine people. That's tough. Yeah. And poor Sandy, he's saying to the people, I'm new at this too, so like, let's work together. And then Matt has to go and share that. So Sandy's like, oh shit, how am I supposed to let nine people go? I just, I just got here, and we, you know, we could have so much potential, but I yeah. really don't have the funds because of stupid Caleb. I know. Ruined it for everyone. Ruined. <laughs> uh, Marissa and Chili are discussing Volchuk at Don't tell Johnny. Newport Union. Right. And this whole scene was just a bust. Was it it's just <laughs> stupid. It was stupid. But I feel like it was clear if Marissa just opened up her ears and her eyes because they're discussing Volchuk. She's filling in Chili of how you know, Volchuk is approaching Ryan. Right. Keep your eyes and ears open if you see him or any of his guys because he wants to like... He's out. He's he, out for it. He's out to get Ryan. And so Johnny obviously comes and hears and they tell and Marissa's like, she obviously is annoyed and she's like, what's with you guys wanting to fight? Yeah, she's like, I'm so sick of this. It's so old. Like, get over it. And Johnny's like, it's not Ryan's problem. Which is true. It is true. But Ryan got involved because Marissa's involved. Right. And so she obviously doesn't want Johnny to fight. And she's pissed off. And Johnny sees her pissed off. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. I won't do anything. Yeah, I won't won't go. do it. And he says that fighting is one thing. But upsetting a lady, I'm a coward. <laughs> so it's like Marissa. Marissa, look at this. He's not going to fight him because it'll because upset, it'll you. upset you because you're asking him not to. Also, as a friend, you should just take a friend's words into consideration. But no, I, no, he's not I know. Really, yeah, 
yeah. And he doesn't realize it yet, <laughs> still. He doesn't. And Summer made a good point, like, oh, yeah, you know, he's now single. Right. No Casey in his sight. So. Like, okay, to the audience and for us, we're picking up on it. These are, like, little nuggets. Mm-hmm. But you're right as like a friend. Like if I approached one of our guy friends, I was like, please, like, right. please don't Please fight. don't. And if they were like, okay, I, mean, I don't want to upset you because you're my friend. I'd be like, thank you. I wouldn't think they were in love right. with me. Right. So, okay. <laughs> I take back but that it does, it's so obvious. He's, still, he's taking her friendship very seriously. He's like, I don't want to potentially hurt you or hurt this friendship so i'm not going going to do that for you yeah for us right as a friendship (laughs) but potentially yeah (laughs) Uh, we'll see we'll see we're reaching the end of the day we're at harbor and seth and ryan are walking towards their car they're discussing taylor and ryan's like dude like she has it out for you and ryan's like listen i mean seth's like listen like even if summer and i weren't together taylor and i would not be a thing and who wants Dean has the seconds right his sloppy seconds it's just true like that's right remember that whole thing like how could you how could one Ew. forget that they it was only up? Like two episodes ago so they walk up to their car and, <sighs> and Seth's like um there's a picnic happening <laughs> on your vehicle on your vehicle <laughs> and it's the Range Rover and Volchuk and his crew are just sitting on the, the eating burgers the and fries and Soda. sodas yeah and Ryan's like, listen, I'm not going to fight you. And he's like, there, Volchuk's like, there's no reason to fight. We're just talking. And Seth's like, hey, we all, you know, of course, trying to be comical. Like, we got off on the wrong foot. I'm Seth. Right. I like comic books. You clearly like flaming her tattoos <laughs> to his friend. And Volchuk, again, is just trying to push the buttons. He pours the soda. Right. And he sees that's not really, bo- it's bothering Ryan, but not to the extent he wants it to. So he's like, oh, Maybe you should get your keys out. Oh, I have a key. Yeah. And that little bitch. That little bitch. <laughs> keys the car. And now this has created a crowd. Yeah, everyone's watching. To me, maybe this wasn't the time yet for campus police. Right, I guess not. It's private security. schools. You so would think, but, you know, kids with money, you would think that there would be some sort of security, but... Yeah, so 2005, this isn't a thing yet. I, don't I guess know. not. But our high school had security. Right, but we were also poor, so. No, I know that. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, how did the rich kids Right, have the it? rich kids should have it more so, maybe because of, like, yeah, drugs and things like that. But, yeah. yeah. But. It's Ryan, a show. <laughs> it's a show. Yeah, yeah. Ryan and Seth walk away. Yeah. They and they let him just continue to write little bitch on the car, and everyone's watching Ryan and Seth walk away. Which is huge. Humongous. Huge, because we do uh, see a close-up shot of oh, his, Ryan making a yeah, fist. Yeah, his fist. He's ready to pounce. He's ready. <laughs> but he's going to be good. And he's so proud of you, Ryan. I'm so, so proud. It's like the second proud moment yeah. right, of this episode. So sweet. Saturday morning comes. Uh, Marissa, she comes over to see Ryan. And Ryan's like, um... Were we supposed to have breakfast? Because clearly Ryan's doing something. Right. His toolbox out. She's like, huh, what are you doing? (laughs) And she mentions Volchok and she's like, I'm really proud of you. And he's like, wow, Seth can keep a secret for like 12 hours. And, you know, she says, I'm so proud of you. And she's like, but what are you doing? And so he brings her into the pool house and there is hanging a punching bag. Great. Did you remember this? I did. Yeah. Yeah. This was really good. Very good. 
And great for anger ma- management. Definitely. <laughs> there to tie in the episode title. But she's looking and she's like, um, are you training so you can fight right. him? She uh, immediately gets like hesitant and yeah. mad. Yeah. But then he's explaining it's just for me just to get my aggression out. Like it's be- and it's better than me punching Volchuk. Yeah. And it makes total sense. It does. And this is another thing where I'm like, very good, Ryan. Yeah. Way to channel your energy towards something else. Right. But anyway, so Marissa and him, they talk for a little bit. And she mentions how she's worried about Johnny and him being alone and doesn't want him alone for the weekend. Right. Because she doesn't know if he'll find Volchuk, try and beat him up or if. Yeah. Or or something worse because he has a lot of shit he just had to deal with. His girlfriend cheating on him and then they breaking up and Volchuk thing. And yeah, it's just he's he's a scary child and shouldn't be left alone. Yeah, should definitely shouldn't be. So Ryan suggests, why don't we have Johnny come out to the bait shop tonight? The subways are playing. This is good. We can do like a group hang. Group hang. Essentially, (laughs) don't say it, but like we know what's going to happen. It's a group hang. So Marissa leaves to go. You know, she's like, oh, can we have breakfast now? Ryan's like, yeah, I'll be right there. And we see Ryan wrap his hand and he punches. Takes just one punch. Just one. Just to get the feel for it. It's good. It is good. I like he wraps his hand up. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's good. He's testing it out. Kirsten is on the phone. She's discussing the event. Can't have pudding. You can't have pudding. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like all these little (laughs) details. And... Sandy enters and she's like, how was your first day? And he doesn't want to overwhelm her. No. And she's like, you can come to me with anything you need. And he's like, no, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Have a, have a Kirsten day. Yeah. Cause she's like, I'm having a Kirsten day. I'm going to the gym. I'm getting my nails done. Kirsten time. And Sandy's just so, so happy for her. Yeah. So he's like, how I cannot bring Can't up ruin this. what's going on. Right. Yeah. What would be your ultimate like list day? Oh my God. Definitely massage. Uh-huh. And throw in a pedicure in there mm-hmm. just to treat myself. Like list time. Yeah. I want that. And then I want to just like sit and watch TV for hours. Mm. Like a whole entire like you, for example, is a perfect a perfect example because it's ten episodes. So you're just like, I can watch a season in a day. It's fine. It's ten hours. I'm good. That's my me time. TV face mask like snack pomegranate Pomegr- pomegranate's a high maintenance snack though sure i probably is. want to relax and have a snack yeah maybe something like chips always chips always chips chips i really need a sort. shirt that says always, always chips, chips. <laughs> i mean if, if there was anyone, i would get that shirt <laughs> do you know i posted on my stories the trader joe's artichoke antipasto i've had that before it's very good delicious shout out if you guys need if you love artichokes one you should try this it is very good but your mom commented on my story and she's like this is so good (laughs) what do you what do how are you eating it and i put lol chips Chips. (laughs) like if if you know me you know i'm probably eating chips chips and dip always chips and salsa chips and guac chips and vegan queso chips by themselves chips by themselves I love chips. Chips always. Yeah, same. I have, I could have a chip and dip problem. Oh, a me Huge too. chip and dip 155. problem. 150. Now talking about this makes me want chips. Thousand percent. Mm. I know I really need to get, we'll have some chips next week. It's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I know it's been a while. But yeah, I totally, for Michelle time would be manicure, 
a blowout. Oh yeah. Oh, gosh, do I want a blowout so Not bad. having to do your hair. Or no, yeah. I just like like no makeup Sunday. Oh like, yeah, that's nev- great just too. Just love like that. no obligations. Right. Would be great. I would love to know how people would spend their time. Like yeah. if you had enter your name here time, what would it be? Brett, let us know. Let us know, please. I truly mean that. Okay, so Seth is chilling in his room and he's on his bed. This is so awkward. <laughs> yes. Taylor enters and she's like, oh my God, your room is so cute. She's like, how did you get in? Yeah. She's like, your mom let me in. And she's so nice. She's so nice. And Seth gets up and he's about to talk to her and he's, she's like, listen, I like you. Yeah. He's like, before you say anything, she's like, I like you. <laughs> and then she keeps going on and she's like, I heard you and Summer breaking up. He's like, who do you hear that from? She goes, I might have made it up. <laughs> I started the I rumor. I started the rumor. <laughs> and she's like, how did you feel when I said that? Did it trigger you? Do you feel anything? I he's, can't. He can't even get a word in at all. I got to say, I know maybe watching for the first time, Taylor right here is much. much. Yeah. However. No, but watching it, rewatching it, it's hysterical. The Taylorisms, and I think that's what I'm going to coin it. I love it. The Taylorisms are so good in this episode. I don't even want to call her crazy because no, she just is extra. Alo- she's extra and she's a lonely person. Extra. So yeah. therefore it, it, she forms a lot of things, which we'll talk about in, later. Like she just, she needs to believe that she's yeah. has friends and people like yeah. her because she doesn't. And that's just awful. Right. And if you give her an inch, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. So she notices that he has, a poster on his wall and it's Yakuza and he's like and she says it and she's like oh it's my favorite film and he's like what you know what this is and they start talking and they're like oh my god we have similar tastes in film Taylor's like see we're soulmates we're we're soulmates we're meant to be together yeah and she's like you have to break up with Summer (laughs) he's like whoa 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 I love Summer always have probably not gonna happen but thanks for the suggestion (laughs) yeah and so his phone rings and he gets up. He's like, excuse me. He doesn't go far. Right. And, and it's, it's summer. summer. It's like a typical Seth yep. situation. And Taylor is in the background and she's sitting on his bed and she steals Captain Oates. She puts him in her bag. Poor Captain Oates. But Seth says, oh, it's nobody. She's like, oh, I thought I heard a girl's voice. He's like, no, it's just me. Nobody's yeah. here. And he goes, which <sighs> I love. He says, I'm listening to... This American this Life. This American Life, yeah. And she makes fun. It's like, is that that show about the hipsters? They talk about how fascinating, you know, lives of people are. She's which, like, oh. <laughs> like, the fact that I can watch this show today and still pick up around references. In 2005, I was not listening to NPR or This no. American Life. I started a couple of years after that when I was in college. And now I fucking love This American right, that's Life. that's funny. It's still relatable. Definitely relatable. Gosh, this show is so good. <laughs> It's like one of those moments where I'm like, fucking OC, man. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we head to the club and Kiki is there after her Kiki time. And Julie, uh, Julie's super nervous because it turns out they have to sign a liability form. Right. Yeah. And Julie's like, what does this mean? And Charlotte says, it's, it's, not, it's if someone stubs a toe, not to worry. It's fine. And obviously Kirsten has no problem signing it. It's all under her. 
She signs right. it right away. And now Julie's feeling even more guilt. Like we're getting layering Is of this, guilt. Did Charlotte have the phone call with the lover prior she, to this or this after? Um, because she does reveal that she's not giving Julie any of the money. She does have the, yes, this happens all in the same. In the same scene. Yeah. <sighs> Charlotte. I mean, you had to assume she wasn't going to give Julie the money. She's right. not going to be like, yeah, you get half. You know, we'll move on with our merry ways and I'll go and you won't have to ever see me again. Like, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. She's reassuring the lover. Oh, so crazy. It's so bad. Watching this all. That's so good. Unfold. Yeah. So Sandy and Matt are discussing the numbers because as we know, apparently they have to fire nine people. And it's a lot of people. I know. It doesn't and seem like that, that, that that's that many there. It would be like the whole staff. <laughs> right. It's everyone. But Sandy comes up with a plan. Unfortunately, this plan leaves no margin, but he's going to cut his salary by 30%. Yeah. Make some other adjustments. And Sandy's like, this is the way I'm going to do things. Right. Matt doesn't agree, but this is what's going to happen. And he says, but you're not leaving for you know, any failure. And he's like, well, I'm Sandy Cohen. I don't fail. This is how I'm doing this. Right. You know, and Sandy, which we're, we were saying a couple of episodes ago, and I think it was when Ant was on too, about how Sandy just falls into these things. But I think here we can clearly see him struggling. He is. It's just, I mean, he has no idea what he's doing. He's a lawyer. Yeah. He's not a businessman. I mean, he's picking that up by like, right trade right and plus he's married to kirsten so like he throughout their 20 years of marriage or whatever like he's seen it but and he's smart he doesn't know what to do of to be a ceo of a company it's a totally different playing field yeah right okay so saturday night at the bait shop it's been it's been a minute since we've been at the bait shop it has been it was nice to see i know the subways are performing we see johnny marissa ryan and summer they're all having their, their arms group hang. Their arms crossed. I know. They're <laughs> so awkward. I know. Uh, Johnny's like, you know. This is a pity invite. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's not. I promise. But also tomorrow, what are you doing? My right. mom's having a fundraiser. Right. So you need to have plans tomorrow night too. You need to come. And Johnny's like, listen, you guys aren't subtle, but he appreciates it. Yeah. But hey, maybe I'm reading into this. But when he says I appreciate it, he's looking right at Marissa. <laughs> I didn't catch that, but because I don't he probably it. wasn't. Maybe he was ah, looking at because Ryan he probably too. Wasn't. Maybe he wasn't. Seth is off trying to get a drink at the bar. I used to work here. <laughs> <laughs> no one's giving him the time of day, and Taylor approaches. There she Hi, is again. Seth. Yeah, and he's like, "Listen, I love summer." He has to keep reiterating this. She's not getting it. Like, we might share the same love for this Asian violent film culture, but there's no way. There's not, it's not going to happen. Summer approaches and Taylor's like, you look cute. And she's like, I know. I know. Of course I do. I'm Summer. Right. She's like, why are you talking to my boyfriend? And then Taylor whips out Captain Oates and is like, thank you so much for letting me borrow him. I can't believe you trust me. You trust me. And Summer is like, skirt. And what? And Seth is just looking at her like, Oh my God. And he tries to like speak and says like, you're such a jerk. And this is when he pushes him. She pushes him a few times. A couple of times. And we're like, it reminds you of Elaine. Oh my God. Yeah. She's just, she's very fiery. Yeah. Don't, don't set off. Don't mess with Summer. And she's like, something happened at the lock-in. Yeah. You're not telling me something. Something clearly happened. You're such an ass. Yeah. 
whatever she calls him. And of course, at this point, I mean, okay, not to jump ahead, but Seth and Summer do, they work it out and they talk. But at this point, you're like, oh, please don't let this be. Right, don't turn into a thing because it's such a silly thing. Right. Don't turn into a thing. So luckily, it didn't turn into a thing. It didn't turn into a thing. Yeah. Ryan is still hanging with the others, with Marissa and Johnny, keeping a close look on Johnny, and they see Volchek. And his crew. And his crew, yeah. They see his crew first, and then they're like, oh, shit, let's leave. And as soon as they're going to leave, Volchuk's like, oh, where are you going? Yeah. Leaving so soon? Right. And he starts (laughs) talking to Johnny, and then Heather's there. Bitch! Of course you are. And she's like, You gonna shoot me? Yeah, don't. If Ryan doesn't want to fight you, I'm sure she'll shoot you. It's like, dude, give it up. You have the one joke. It doesn't work. It's so old by this point. But he grabs Marissa. Volchuk. Grabs Volchuk Marissa. grabs Marissa. And Ryan goes from zero to a hundred. He's a vampire. He went so quick, like pinned him against the wall. Like, don't put your hands on him, on yeah. her. And Volchuk's like, ah, I see where what makes you tick now. Here's your trigger button. That's the trigger. Marissa's the trigger. Yeah, of course it is. Of course. So they leave. We reach Sunday morning. Sandy's on the couch. He's reading newspaper. I'm sure they're all mentally getting prepared for the fundraiser that's yes. about to happen. <laughs> Ryan enters, and of course, he hasn't said anything to Sandy yet about anything. And this was sweet. I know. And he sits down and he's like, Listen, there's this guy that wants to fight me. And Sandy gets all serious. And he's like, You know, you can't fight him. (laughs) You know, you can't risk it again. Ryan's like, I know, I know. And he's like, Is this part of the reason why my car now says a little bitch? (laughs) And he's like, This actually is reason to go to the police. Right. And Ryan said, We can't. Why do you think they can't? Because it'll set him off more? Probably. Because this... I mean, mean, not if they, like, arrest him, but they probably won't. But, like, your car was literally... It's vandalized. It's vandalism. So... And so he's like, okay, you're not going to fight him. And Ryan's like, no. And he's like, good. You're using your... What is it? Your brains over your fist? Yeah. He's like, that's very good. Very good, Ryan. Very good, Ryan. Um, But then Sandy gets a phone call. And it's a serious phone call. He's like, what? And today? He, I know. He's <laughs> like, what do you mean? What are you doing today? So it turns out that Matt fired the four people because that's the new plan. Like, we don't have to fire nine people. We can only, we can right. fire he four. He calls him and says four is good. Four is good. Um, but Matt fired the four people on a Sunday. Brought them in. And but his ex- his not excuse, but his reasoning was he didn't want to bother Sandy. He knew it would be hard for him. Also, it's a Sunday and he felt like people, you know, wouldn't be they w- had an opportunity to pack up their desks. So they weren't embarrassed in front of people. Like, I think his reasons were valid. I do. He has more cutthroat. But Sandy, this is now his company. He's like, don't take that away from me ever again. Like, I don't, you know make things easier for me this is yeah, my time and he also said i don't let people do my dirty work right don't do my dirty work this is my job unlike caleb who wanted kirsten to break up with julie for right. him you know exactly. it's like a totally different newport group so happening. different right and he wants that he wants it to be different this time around so matt kind of going above him yeah wasn't a good look for matt but i appreciate the reasoning yeah the, like the viver, like the, you know, yeah. the. Yes, I know what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, I absolutely know what you're saying. As a 26 year old, that's really ballsy for you to do. Be like, yeah, I'm the new VP. Let me try and like step up here. Yeah. So I understand it. 
but Sandy was ultimately upset. But then like, then he goes in to fire the people and he's like, I know, I know. Like he already knew that Matt was trying to do a good thing. Of course. And I also, they're so new working together. I'm sure you have to find your dynamics. Right. Like, okay, this is how he works. This is how I work. Right. So we'll find a balance in between. Yeah. And Sandy was like, it's fine. Like Matt, go home. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Just go, go home. home and relax. Right. So he had, so Sandy had to fire the people. Yeah. Which sad. It's hard. But, but hey, at least you get fired in a group, right? <laughs> Right. Or maybe not. I don't know if he did it individually, but no, probably a group. Probably a group. Like, hey, we love all you, but yeah, gotta go because they were all in there, right? Marissa comes up with this plan. Going back to the vulture situation, she comes up with this plan. Her and Chili, they drive to the beach, and. They meet Volchuk and his buddies. I ha- I should look up his buddies' names. I wonder if they actually have names or it's like buddy one, Maybe buddy not two. yet. Maybe yeah. not yet. And she approaches him and she's like, listen, here's my watch. And he's like, I already have a watch from Kmart. <laughs> it's $15 at Kmart. And she's like, no, no, this one's Cartier. It's worth like $4,000. Right. Do what you want with it. Take it. Yeah. Like that will get, if that's going to get you off Ryan's back. Yeah. And he's like, wow, you must really not. You don't want me to hurt him. And she's like, do we have a deal? Just take the watch. Right. And then she says, if you touch him, I'll tell the cops you stole that it. That you stole it. He's like, all right. Yep. And sure. Sh- and Chili is so worried. He's like, I don't think this is going to work. He almost killed a dude last year. Like dropped yeah. a kitchen sink. <laughs> <laughs> From like a few stories up, he dropped a kitchen sink on a kid. And what's funny is Chili's like, like, where do you get, get a kitchen sink? sink? <laughs> where do you even get a kitchen sink? <laughs> Okay, so we're like, okay, good. And Volchuk, we see him. Here's me reading into it. Like, okay, I will trust her for like a split second. Yeah. Like, I'll take I'll take the watch. All right, sure, I'll take the watch. Sure. No problemo. Um, we see we're at the club and Kirsten's just so happy. She's setting up the flowers. The flowers come in, they're beautiful. And she wants everything to be perfect. And Julie enters and she's just so happy. And she says to Julie, like, I'm just so happy. Thanks, thanks for pushing me. Thanks for like making me do this. Thanks for everything. And if dad could see me and us, he would be so proud. And Julie's like, Oh, I'm dying. And inside. it's like she gives these like Kiki's, we see her just getting happier and happier and happier before yeah. this event is happening and Julie's getting guiltier and guiltier. Oh yeah. Guilt, She's like, guilt, wow, Kirsten's so happy. I feel like shit. She's so happy. <laughs> yeah. And we have Summer and Seth are setting up and Seth owns up to his fault. You know, he's like, listen, like, I'm sorry for what happened. Right. Taylor just... It's my fault. She's, right. This is when she pushes him again. She's yeah, like, I'm not sorry for and that. She's, yeah, she slaps him and she's like, that That I'm not sorry for or something yeah. like that. Johnny and Ryan are setting up and everyone's just trying to get prepared for the party. Later the evening, well, before the party begins, we have the condo scene with Julie and Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, everyone's setting up. It's like, <sighs> I know they got there super early. Everyone goes home to get dressed. Right, because the... Uh Kirsten said they're allowing us to come at 8. 8 a.m. Yeah, so it's early. It is early. And plus, it's a Sunday. Yeah, So I'm sucks. sure this thing's not going too <laughs> late. But Charlotte and Julie are at their condo. Remember, they're roommates. Which is weird and bizarre. Currently roommates. And Charlotte gets all ready. She looks gorgeous, gorgeous. in that black dress. She looks so good. And Julie's sitting at the table. And you can tell, like, Julie's contemplating. She's drinking. Yeah. And she's like, I don't think I can do this. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte's like what are you talking about? And Julie's like, I can't do this to Kirsten and I just can't go through with it. And Charlotte's like, yes, you can. And spins it 
Yeah. It's like, well, what if the cops blame you? Right. I can tell them that this was always in the works and then you'll go to jail. Do you like going to jail, Julie? And who are you going to call right. when you're in you jail? You have no one. Yeah. She's so manipulative. Can you do jail? <laughs> are you Are you allowed to? Can you do it? You and then you can do it? gets in her face and goes, now get dressed. And so Julie has no choice. She gets dressed and she goes. Because what do you do with that? Charlotte, no. She's Ooh. great villain. Great villain. So we get to the party. Everyone's dressed up. Everyone looks so pretty. Beautiful. I love everybody's dress. Every single person's dress was phenomenal. Gorgeous. Summer's feeling a little insecure in the in in a summer way. She's asking Marissa, "Do you think Taylor's pretty? Yeah. Obviously not prettier than me." And Marissa's like, "Summer, Seth loves you. Right. You have nothing to worry about." Yeah. And as she as they finish up that conversation, Heather walks in. <sighs> With the watch. With the watch. And she's like, um, this isn't going to do. Uh, he needs money. He's outside. And Talking Marissa about says, why doesn't he just sell the watch? She's like, I don't know. He's outside. He wants to talk to you. Yeah, he needs money now. Now. He needs it now. For what, though? We'll see. This scene. Oh, it's so frustrating. So Volchuk, okay, let's pe- pick, take the picture here. The van's outside the club. Volchuk and his buddies and Heather are standing. And... Pretty much Marissa says the same thing of like, just sell the watch. He's like, no, I need a couple hundred now. Right, the pawn shops are closed. I need it now. Yeah. And he's like, I know you have an ATM card. Right. Like, let's take care of this. And she's like, no. And he's like, oh, your boyfriend's inside, right? And of course, she's not going to ruin this fundraiser, this charity event that they're having. She gets in the car with him. She gets in the van, which is so sketch. If it was me, I would drive to an ATM get the couple hundred out and be like, I'll meet you back here. Don't, yeah. I'm not going or, anywhere with you. Or I would have been like, if you don't believe me, you come with me, only Volchuk. Right, right, yeah. I'm in control. Right, you be in control. She's she's allowing him to control the situation. And so then she gets into the van, super sketch, oh. and they drive to a location on the beach. Yeah. He's holding her like hostage. Right. And we don't know where they're going. No, we don't know where they're going. We're like, okay, she's going to go to the beach. So stupid. So (sighs) dumb. The charity event continues. Uh, This is when Julie and Kiki talk again. And Kiki thanks her again. Yeah. And she's like, I'm just, I I, I can't thank you enough. And I wish my dad was here. He would be so proud of us. And it's like, lay it on thick. Julie's like, yeah. And the tears, like I felt a moment. And I feel like we haven't seen Kiki in her element or happy in a very long no, time. No, it's good to see. And it's like, we're proud of you for cooking and growing your herbs. But this is truly. Yeah, this is like what you're meant to do. This is so good. Taylor and Veronica arrive. And Veronica is just so nasty. She's awful. And she's like, oh, I thought your friends were going to be here. And where is everyone? And now, okay, Seth is the only person who has seen Veronica interact with Taylor yeah. and knows how awful her mom actually is. Right. And so he goes over and he's trying to make her feel better. And Taylor's like, oh, um, her mom's like, is this the boy you got the present for that you've been dying to give and been talking about it nonstop? And Taylor's like, here, here's the present. So embarrassing. And it's Yakuza Demon, which apparently you can't get. So rare. <laughs> and it's amazing. And she has a cousin hookup in Japan, I believe it yeah, was. I think yeah. that's what she said. And it's just amazing. And he can't get over how amazing it is. And yeah. and Veronica's like, well, I'll leave you to be. Right. And so then Taylor storms out. 
Yeah. She's so upset and she starts crying and going and saying how, yeah, is I know how my mom is. It's so embarrassing. This way I have no friends and she's always belittling me and just keeps going on and on. I just feel so bad for her. And I so know. does Seth. It, right. But this is another. <laughs> it's another funny scene, though. Even though she's crying, it's still funny. I know. It's a funny scene because we get more Taylorisms. Uh, she talks about how she lives in a dream world where she thinks Summer's her friend. Summer's her friend. And Seth likes her. She mentions how <gasps> even the Grinch has that dumb dog. Right. but she And she doesn't even have that. She has nothing. So sad. And she's going on this whole rant. And she finally stops. And Seth's like, you think Summer's your friend? And she's like, I'm crazy. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I know. I'm crazy. But he calms her down. He's like, you're not crazy. I think you're funny. I yeah. think you're interesting. Oh, you, my God. And then this scene. You great. Yeah, and as he's doing this, right, he's comforting her and he has his hand on, on her, her shoulder. shoulder. Very nice. Like, it's not inappropriate. Right, right. He's like, you're funny and you're interesting and you have great taste in movies. And she picks up his hand <laughs> and puts it on her cheek oh, and, he, so and just funny. holds it there. These like, sad, like puppy uh-huh. dog eyes. And he's like, but I love summer. Right. So stop. And I'm going to go. But, you know, I'm glad yeah. we had this talk. And he's like, you just need... To relax a little bit so people can actually see you. Right. And so he leaves. And of course she goes, oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. Oh, Taylor. Oh, Taylor. Oh, Taylor is But really right. funny. But really funny. Johnny and Ryan are discussing where Marissa is. Yeah. Huh, like, she's been missing for a while. <gasps> where is my girlfriend? Where could she have been? Uh, Ryan gets a call and it's full check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He thinks it's Marissa. Mm-hmm. He's calling from Marissa's yep. phone. And he's like, oh, I have your girl, little bitch. A oh, little bitch. Little bitch. <laughs> she's down by the pier. Come get her. This is She's a, fine. She's fine, though. And so he looks at Johnny. He's like, I gotta go. We gotta so go. Johnny goes with him. Because late in, earlier in the day, Johnny says, like, whatever you need, like, I have your back. Yes. Which is nice. It is nice. Plus, also... Johnny is the reason why Ryan is in this situation. You, so. you owe right. him that. You owe him you that. You owe him that exactly. much. So they're in the car and they're driving and Ryan has this like fury on his face. And Johnny's like, this is a bad idea. Like full right. Chuck almost killed the dude. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And Ryan's like, I'm going to use my brain for once. Right. I have a plan. Trust me. Trust me. Whatever I do, trust me. And he's like. Okay, but what if that doesn't work? He's like, grab Marissa and run. Yeah, he's like, if it all, all else fails, just grab her and run. So they have a plan. And I like that Johnny's trusting Ryan. Yeah. You know, he's like, okay, I'm not going to try doing So right. they get to the beach. Ryan and Johnny run up. And Ryan's like, are you okay? <laughs> and Volchung's like, whoa, 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 and whoa. Like, whoa. <laughs> and so Ryan, like, grabs a glass bottle and, like, breaks it. First off, it's like, how did you know something like that was going to be right, on the beach? You had no idea. I right. guess he, they know Newport and there's glass bottles on the beach. Right. And Volchok's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Which I was surprised to see him surprised. Because I think Volchok has always been the higher up, the guy who will just beat you with his fist. Right. No need for weapons. And he hands Volchok a piece of wood. Yeah, like driftwood. Driftwood, right? <laughs> He's like, take it. He's like, you want to beat me up so bad? You're going to have to kill me. You have to kill me. Let's do this. And Volchuk's like, oh, uh. and Marissa's like, uh. what? and Johnny's just like looking and he looks at Marissa, he puts his hand up like, it's OK. We got and, this. And, and Marissa's like, uh, OK, like, what I'll do you trust do? you for now. But and Volchuk's buddies are obviously like around him, but they're following Volchuk's lead. And Volchuk's face is like turns white. Yeah, he's like 
he just was not expecting this. And he's like, come on, come on. And he's like acting like crazy. And he finally drops the driftwood and he's like, this kid's crazy. We're out. <laughs> Fine. It's all good. And Marissa finally like looks around and she's like, oh. she's like, okay, I got it. And they hug. And then Johnny's like storming. <laughs> he just like walks away. Doesn't even look back. Just walks away. You know, at least they gave Marissa a jacket. I, I was thinking that. I'm like, huh, I guess she was cold, so they gave her a jacket. It was very nice of them. Very nice. You know it wasn't Heather. It was definitely Volchuk who was definitely. like, let's keep her, like, warm. Yeah. You're freezing <laughs> here. Take take my utility jacket. Back at the, the This chariot. is the fucking scene. The <laughs> fucking scene. Okay. So Charlotte tells Kirsten that she raised 300000 and... Kirsten's like, well, I think we're going to get close to a million tonight because yeah. Julie's doing such She's great doing awesome. And where is she? Where is she? <laughs> right. And then we hear ding, 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 ding. Oh, my God. This is so good. Julie makes an announcement and she says how she wants to make a change to who everyone writes their checks out. And you're going to address it directly to the National Foundation for Substance Abuse. Right. Instead of the woman's With, batter or something yeah. like i forget what aka the fake charity right the fake charity and kirsten's like oh my gosh it's so amazing and she's like she, did you know about this no and of course kirsten knows nothing and charlotte's like no i didn't know this i didn't know this and i'm silently freaking out and so charlotte approaches julie this scene this is, is so, this life this, this is, is fucking the life. best scene ever and she's like what are you doing I'm going to call the police. And Julie's like, call them. Please do. Please do. Oh, you won't. That's right. Right. And she's like, what are you going to do when you have no money? What are you going to do? And Julie's like, I have Kirsten. I have my friend. I have my friend. And I cannot do this to her. And then she says. I love this. This town is only big enough for one manipulative bitch. And then. Kisses, kisses her. her oh my god ever so lightly on i the like clapped we all clapped screamed. we were like yes julie queen and she just walks away queen this is so good this is my absolute favorite scene i think queen. one of my favorite scenes on the show agreed com- series on the series agreed if guys if it's been a while and you definitely watch it, it and you're just listening to us <laughs> as we recap just find that one scene. It's so good. It will fuel you and you'll be like, yes. You'll be like, yes, I can run the yes. world. I'm Julie I Cooper. I can do anything. <laughs> Julie Cooper, Nicole Cooper. <laughs> She's so great. And we knew, right? We had faith in Julie. Yeah. I was like, you don't mess with Julie Cooper. You just don't. Yeah. Oh, so good. I'm so proud of you, Juju. I know. And so this charity event went so well. And Sandy and Kiki, they have this beautiful talk at the end of the party. And he finally says, like, listen, I'm, I've had a hard time. And she's like, don't shut me out. He's like, I had to right. fire four people. And he's hesitant. He's like, I'm not the person for this job. And she's like, the fact that you care means and shows so much. Yeah. Because my dad didn't give a shit. Yeah. And she says, if it had to pick between you and my father, I would choose you every time. Yeah. So sweet. And he's like, you really are your father's daughter with the fight in you. And he's like, no, even better. I'm your wife. Oh. Uh. I loved that. And he's like, good answer. These moments. I loved, loved that. So good. Back at the house, Ryan and Marissa are talking about what happened. And, you know, Marissa, she apologizes for ever doubting Ryan. Right. But she also says, you scare me a little bit. Right. Past Ryan used to really scare me. and he, But now I've seen a change in it's you. It's a darker Ryan, though. Yeah. And that sometimes it does scare her. And the fact that you're like a totally different Ryan Atwood. 
he really is. And he's like, I know. And Isn't I, that great? <laughs> Isn't that great? And, and she's like, you know, how bad did you want to fight him? And he's like, I think the thing is that's great is I didn't fight him. Right. He's laughing it off. Like, obviously I did want to fight him. Yeah. But I didn't. Let's and that's celebrate most that. important. Right. So she has to go because it's Monday coming and they have to Yeah, which school. sucks. I know. Like, bad placement for a charity event. But anyway, so she goes and grabs Summer because Summer's with Seth watching the new movie. Which Summer and Seth do reconciliate, which we've Yeah, they talk about over. Taylor and how she's just lonely. And then he says to Summer, I th- you know, she thinks you're her friend. And Summer's like, I hate her. I know. But he's, he's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, she just needs people. She's lonely. And yeah. I saw her mom and how her mom she's treats awful. her. And Summer's like, oh, okay, Seth. And so they re- do reconcile. Right, they do. And we get over this whole situation. But when Marissa leaves, Ryan goes into his space and he just starts punching that bag until he's exhausted and his knuckles, knuckles are bleeding bloody yep yeah such a good feeling probably though yeah and that's how uh this episode that's ends. how it ends right yeah lots of good stuff i know where do I we know. go next week um, <laughs> <laughs> let's take a break awesome are you a true crime addict Do you find yourself talking serial killers and missing persons at parties only to be met with uncomfortable smiles? Well, find your tribe on True Crime Snack Time, a daily podcast that gives you a little true crime snack to chew on. From January 1st to December 31st, you'll find out what happened on this day in true crime. Short, sweet, and chock full of crime. Join me, Allison, on True Crime Snack Time. We're available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Follow True Crime Snack Time on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Crime Snack Pod. And remember, keep your friends close and your snacks closer. Welcome back. We're going to go into our lovely segments, but first we're going to start with some. Hey, ladies. Hope I'm not too late. No. Not, Tish. This week saw a rise in views with 6.2 million. Wow. Yeah. Last week she said that was a decrease in views. So something happened this week. Yeah. (laughs) Out of 648, it has a rating of 9.6. Wow. On TV.com and on IMDb, out of 262 votes, it has a rating of 7.9. Okay. Thank you so much, Tish. Thanks, Tish. We're going to go over to, we have our girl Vic, a.k.a. Muse Chick. I'm so happy where Kirsten and Sandy are on their relationship. Yeah. It's like they have gone back to how they were and now even stronger. Definitely. I agree to that. Ah, Marissa, <laughs> how much more does she need to hear to realize Johnny is in love with her? <laughs> or starting to really yeah. love her. When it comes to upsetting a lady, I'm a coward. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony is right. Volchek just keeps pushing Ryan, which makes him a good nemesis. But under the pier, when Ryan looked all angry, I swear Volchek looked a bit scared. Definitely did. He really did. He was shooken up. He's like, this kid's crazy. Yeah. I loved Marissa's dress and Taylor's makeup at the party. Mm -hmm. Agreed. My MVP has got to be Julie. Okay. Even though she almost went through with it, I love that she did something that prevented that bitch from getting any money. One hundo. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) Bye, Felicia. Every time she was on screen, I'd get mad. Definitely. Yeah. Why do you think Marissa felt like she needed to get in the middle? And do you think if she didn't try, eventually something would happen that would make Ryan want to fight Volchek? We'll start with those two questions. Oh. I mean, do you... Well, I kind of know what happens, but like 
<laughs> do you think Volchuk would have just inevitably, inevitably like just given up because it's not annoying Ryan? So I don't know if eventually she still would have had to have stepped in if he continued. I, if he can, continues to do this, I think Volchuk wouldn't have stopped. He just won't. He that's just he gets fixated on something and just draw like beats a dead horse yeah and also because he got punched right so he's pissed about that he's like let me get my revenge by tormenting ryan so yeah he won't stop until he yeah. figures that oh, out yeah, he's an asshole do i think it was necessary for marissa to get involved well why do you think marissa felt she needed because she's marissa well, don't yeah. you think so because it's, she feels that she's she's guilty for having she's responsible that's the word thank she's you she's responsible yeah but it's it's marissa it's just marissa it's her nature it's her nature she found a new friend they have things in common she cares about his well-being so therefore she gets in the middle of this and ryan's an extension of that and there's nothing it's just marissa Marissa. that's how she's gonna do it right it sucks but that's who she is (laughs) vic also asked do you think julie changed her mind because of what kirsten told her Probably. Yes, I think yeah. so. I think each time. Right. It was getting closer and closer to the point of breaking. And she's like, she must have thought of this. And then was like, as then with Charlotte kind of making her like, get dressed and very abrasive. And then she probably was in her head. Okay. I'm definitely not about this. Nobody controls Julie Cooper. Right. And then Kirsten saying all the sweet words to her. She's like, I have to do something. I have to. So, right. Yeah. I think that was the push. Yeah. The final push. Yeah. Uh, we had a couple of sweet messages. Well, first, hold on one sec. <laughs> Sorry, guys. When it all comes in at once. Yes. I do want to read because this does pertain to this episode. From at Lisa Delore. I'm probably too late, but how do you think Ryan handled this situation under the pier? I think he was a badass. He was. I I guess I didn't think like that. I'm like, okay, what's Ryan going to do? That's really going to stop all of this. So he made himself crazy. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Very clever. I never would have thought about doing it's that. It's like when, where, is this like something that happens in shows or that I've been told? Wow, I should, probably shouldn't say I've been told, but like <laughs> if you're kidnapped, act like you're crazy. Like make a lot of noise and act like you're insane. Hey, hey Arnold? Arnold? Oh, yeah. That's where this oh is coming God. from. Thank you, Aunt. Wow. Correct. Thank you, Aunt. Right. That's right. Yes. Do you remember? Yeah. No, that makes total sense. Okay. So that's where so that I came from. So I wonder if Ryan watched Hey Arnold growing he up, He was too, inspired he by Hey Arnold. <laughs> yeah. He would have. He would have. We're the same. We're the same age. So yeah. Definitely. Okay. So excited to see the punching bag because when I think of the OC, I see Ryan hitting the Same. Bag. I do, too. While placebo is playing, not a spoiler, but excited for things to come. Definitely. No, I he's I very vividly remember Ryan in punching bag. Oh yeah. That's like his partner. <laughs> partner in crime. Yes. At least for this season. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, he needs to get his frustration out, not hurting someone else. It's so. his therapy, and I think it's a perfect it's outlet. Great. Yeah. Instead of going to therapy, just punch the bag. Right. At least you're doing something. Yeah. Okay, so some sweet messages we received this week, and we love everything you guys ever yeah. send to us and comment and all of that. From at Kiku Lovely, 
on Instagram. I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> hey, lovely ladies. Been meaning to jump in and leave some love from Germany. Wow. Just wanted to say that when I first saw something about an OC podcast on Instagram, I thought, no way. And then I checked you out and fell for your show. Oh, thank you so much. Oh I was so happy that I now had the OC in audio format. I was also over the moon that I had so many episodes to binge listen to. About two weeks ago, I was puzzled about why the autoplay on my player didn't work and it wouldn't play the next episode. Not sure why, but it took me a while to realize that that was it. I had called and it was tragic. It is tragic. I know. When you binge something and they're like, wait, that's wait, it? Wait, that's it? <laughs> now I basically have to wait one whole week for the next episode. Sorry. I know. In the meantime, I've started listening to Three Gossip Girls. Welcome, girl. Thank you. Ladies, thank you for your enthusiasms and for the love we all share for the OC. It's really amazing to know that I'm not the only mid-30s cat lady who loves the OC. You if are that, not the only one. If that <laughs> sentence could just sum me up, that's it. <laughs> Michelle is a mid-30s cat lady who loves the OC. OC. That should be her shirt, actually. Instead of and chips, you should be like, and then and chips at the bottom. (laughs) P.S. Always chips. Always chips. Yeah. You and your podcast have seriously become an integral part of my life. You rock, ladies. Thank you. You rock, too. That's so sweet. Thank Uh you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And then from at AAW3115, happy recording today. Still catching up. Just finished The Shape of Things to Come and almost done with The End of Innocence. Oh, wow. So you're close. Very close. Wanted to comment on Dean Hess. You guys were talking about his name is Jack Hess. Just saying, but kind of sounds like Jack Ass. Totally sounds like Jack Ass. <laughs> Wonder if that was on purpose. Also, it's National Bagel Day today. Oh, God. I want a bagel. You know the bagels we had at your sister's bachelorette? Fantastic. They're special. I know. Like how they're <laughs> made, but they yeah. were... That bagel wasn't there. Ve- did you have the veggie cream cheese? Of course. You- okay, that was an exceptional veggie cream cheese. The whole situation, <laughs> like I, I don't remember which bagel I, I had. Which bagel? Did oh, I did have? you have a multi cream bagel? Yes, I had a multi cream bagel, vegetable cream cheese, onion, capers, lox, tomato, <sighs> and cucumber salad. The cucumber oh. salad was good. Everything. That whole, what was that place? Black Seed Bagels. If you're a New Yorker, I'm sure you already know about them, so I don't even have to explain it to you, but they are all over. They're in Canada, too, apparently. So if you're international, definitely go check check out Black Seed Bagels. They make their bagels very special. So I don't forget the process. It's something like cold batch and something, and I don't know. Yeah. But it's fun. And they had very good food. Delicious. So good. But yes, thank you. That was all our Instagram My stomach is growing now thinking about bagels. Between the bagels and the chip talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Should I go into our buddy Del Fasto's yes, question or comment? Our on, new patron. Yes, he's a new patron. And on Patreon, he sent us a sweet message. He says, hey, happy stream night. First, I want to thank the two of you for the patron of the week shout out. It made my day. I was smiling all day at work. Also, thank you for going with Marvelous instead of Magic Mike. Hey, I have a question about that. That's hysterical. Were you inspired by Marvelous Mrs. Maisel at all? No. Because as soon as you said Marvelous Michael, right? Yes, I was Marvelous like, Michael. I was like, oh my God, he's the Marvelous Mr. Michael. Oh, I love that. I wish I was clever enough to say the Marvelous Mr. Michael. No, but I will pretend like I did take it from that. Uh, He says, about last week's episode, I have to say I agree with Ant's reasoning as to why Volchuk is his favorite character. He's not mine, but I get it. It makes sense. 
He's a good villain character. I think he's better than Oliver. As for this episode, I just want to start off by saying Taylor is the worst. I know Michelle likes her, but I can't stand her. She needs to leave Seth and Summer alone. Julie wins the episode with her, this town's only big enough for one manipulative bitch line. If you were in Julie's position, would you have told Kiki beforehand what was going down, or would you be afraid that Kiki is fragile in her current state to handle it? Since this was the first event Kiki was throwing post-rehab, it was good for her to go back to her old routine. Would Julie telling her Would Julie telling her have sent her backwards? Also, I sort of have a piece of trivia. This is... There is an editor for the show named Matt Ramsey, so I think the character Matt Ramsey is named after him. I remember seeing his name in a few of the credits, and I put two and two together. Hopefully, I'm not wrong. Anyway, I can't wait to hear your thoughts and comments on anger management. Until next week, Mike. Thank you. So he asks, um, if you were in Julie's position, would you have told Kiki beforehand what was going down, or would you be afraid that Kiki is fragile in her current state? Ah. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think if of I was s- if I was myself, obviously I wouldn't be getting into the situation. But right. who knows if I was Null that poor Blake. and things? But uh, I feel like bl- she could be blissfully ignorant, and it would be okay at this point. Agreed. So I think maybe also would have went to her and be like, "Hey, I went this far, but I have to come clean. Like Charlotte's bad news. She's like, don't trust her. I'm going. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna make this announcement. I'm gonna make it right. I'm gonna make it right. Yeah. Trust me. But then she could have been stressed and be like, oh god, how is she gonna handle right. this? So, but she did it good. She did great. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And then the whole Volchuk thing. We I that was this week's clip on Instagram. And yeah, a we had a lot of had responses to say, and we had even an email about it, about the definition of an antihero. And it's true because antiheroes are like they are the antagonist, but usually like Dan, right? We were talking about Dan Scott right. earlier. One Tree Hill, generally, and there were some redeeming qualities of yeah. Dan for sure. Voltrek really doesn't doesn't have, have it. We don't see it. However. He's definitely Ant's anti-hero because it makes Ant feel something. Right. And Ant felt that he did such a good job riling up Ryan. And and right. it's Ant's favorite character. So to Ant, it's his anti-hero. Right. It's his anti-hero. He can have that. You don't necessarily have to agree. Exactly. I'm sure most of you don't. don't. Well, it's no one does. And then some people said that Volchek is people's Lindsay, which was very oh. funny because we hate Lindsay. <laughs> Uh, hate Lindsay is a strong word. She was just annoying. She just was like, mm, you're a bother. I don't need to see you every week. So let's just get this going. Right. But Volchuk, I mean, it's, he makes you feel angry. Yeah. I mean, I, I love this whole Charlotte thing. Yes. Because she made me feel so angry every time I saw her. So obviously she's doing a great job of portraying this person. Volchuk just seems like a douche. He's a dick. He's just a dick. Yeah. I mean, Charlotte has no redeeming qualities that you can tell. No. So I, yeah, and Volchuk doesn't either. But Dan. I know. <laughs> that's a tough one because he yeah. did ultimately redeem himself. Not fully, but he had a lot of qualities that were right. like, all right, you're a shitty person, but you're yeah. trying to make up for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a deep discussion. It is. We can keep going on. We won't. Yeah. Uh, some music in this episode, Rogue Wave, The Subways. Carmen Rizzo featuring Kate Haven 
have Nevik. Sure. <laughs> and Rithma. Okay. So, how was your fashion for this week? Everyone's hair. Mo- Kiki got a haircut. Seth got a haircut. Marissa's hair in the first scene. Oh, my God. The color. It's amazing. The color is so good. The way they blow it out, it just makes me drool like every time. I'm like, I want that hair so bad. Bring that picture. And just be like, do this. I want this. Maybe I'll do that in when I get my hair done in May. Yeah, it's so good. It still works. Uh, It still works. It's gorgeous. It's timeless. I do like Summer's bang, like her wear half up, half down. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I like that a lot too. Um, I had the Marissa's in the first scene with her in Summer. It's like a patterned Mm -hmm. green shirt. I thought that looked really good on her with the jeans. Yeah. I liked that a lot. Um, I liked Summer's floral dress. Loved that with like the cinch on the side. I loved that whole look. She looks so good. I did like Sandy's button down on Sunday morning. It was yeah. a blue button down with jeans. Ryan's light blue long sleeve <gasps> shirt. Looks so good on him. I believe that's where you commented you had some thirst. I was so thirsty. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. God made a beautiful creature. <laughs> I like Julie's black lace cami. I lived, Mm -hmm. lived. When she came out, I was like bowing down. I know. Yeah. The queen. Yeah. The queen. Yeah. I also loved when they were having, her and Charlotte were having lunch when Kiki got up. She has like her side bang haircut blown out. I'm like, oh my God. She's just so good looking. I did like Charlotte's dress for the charity event. And I loved Marissa's dress for that. Kirsten's dress. Oh my God, Marissa's, the back of Marissa's. Even the back of Taylor's dress. Yes. I really liked that too. Oh, Taylor looked gorgeous. Yeah, I liked her look. Yeah. Um, And then just a nod to Marissa's mysterious green jacket. Where did it come from? Where did it come from? (laughs) Must be one of the guy's jackets. Um, Some quotes? Sure. Talk to the big guy. (laughs) I have Taylor to Ryan so you're like Seth's best friend right mm-hmm. and he's like don't tell Captain Oates that's funny I didn't <laughs> know you were funny <laughs> we're like we didn't know he was funny either um, yeah I can't have pudding before you say anything I like you I know that whole part cracked me up I live in this dream world where I think that Summer is my friend and I think that you like me and the truth is that I don't have anybody I mean god even the Grinch had that stupid little dog <laughs> Uh, why don't you and Mr. Sabbath have breakfast? I thought the Sabbath was Saturday. It is. I know. That's all I have. There were some really funny moments in this this episode. I mean, even in the beginning when Bolchuk walks in, rematch, me kicking your ass. <laughs> Such a <laughs> Which douche. scene where you're like, this is so Twilight? Oh, when he calls Ryan <laughs> to come get Marissa. I'm like, is this Bella? He's calling Bella to come rescue her her mother. Spoiler if you haven't seen Twilight, but oh my gosh, it's just Cam Gigante plays the evil vampire in Twilight, and this whole scene where he calls Ryan to kind of to get Marissa. I'm like, oh my god, this is literally Twilight, just like three years too early. It's the same thing. It's so funny, hysterical, so funny. Uh, I did also have Kid Chino is retired, hung up the yes, hoodie. Yes, hung up the hoodie. Hung up that hoodie. All right, girls. So we were talking about MVPs and how... This is so difficult for me. I have two. So I, I have two and a blue ribbon. I'm going to fuse my two oh my God, and I give a blue ribbon. I your blue ribbon. <laughs> um, I will fuse my two. I'm just thinking of how to fuse them. Hmm. Uh, 
okay. I think I know how to fuse. So we're doing MVP first, right? MVP first. Okay. Three, two, one. Raju. <laughs> Wait, who did you have? I had Cyan, Sandy, and Ryan. Sandy and Ryan. But also my blue ribbon goes to Julie. Okay. Sandy, he had to take on this responsibility. He's now the CEO, but he never did it in a way where he wasn't thinking about his people and his company. Yes. And he also wasn't allowing him to feel to show Kirsten that he was doubting himself. And then ultimately he tells her and she's like, this, you're fine. This is great. And you're a great human and yeah. husband and CEO. So I loved that. And Ryan for just being crazy and also not letting his temper come out. Yeah. Using it and fueling it towards his punching bag. And I was just so proud, just really proud. And he just looked so smoke show in this whole episode that I was something was Bonus coming points. over me. I was like, my I'm parched, like can't breathe parched. I don't know what what it was. I haven't felt like this in a long time. Oh, girl. So I was very. I love it. Uh, I have the same reasons as you for Ryan and then for Julie. Julie. Her, how she just handled this whole situation. That kiss on the cheek. Oh my God, that moment's epic. She saved the day. She, she had saved to. the day. I had faith in you, Juju. Right. I so. knew I knew she wouldn't steer me wrong. It just was hard to watch her still no, I know. not would know, it be, have intentions. Would it be worse if she didn't feel the guilt? Of course. And just, like, okay, we know Julie has a little bit of, she's selfish. She can definitely be and selfish. And so evil. So but, it's predictable for her to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get the money and that's okay. But this, I feel like we've seen growth with her. We're like, oh, man, I can't do that. Like, yeah. why do I have to do this? You sure I have to do this? There's no other way. But man, oh man, yeah. Julie. I think having her hit rock bottom has made her appreciate like the little things yeah. like her daughters and not having money. So she, and she appreciates her relationship with Kirsten and how much that actually means to her. She never really like took us a minute to re- recognize that. Yeah. So now she's like, wow, shit, I have nothing, but it's okay because I still have my friend, my family and my friends. And my help. And my health, right? And it's, I'm okay. Yeah. So she's doing the, the her due diligence. Yes. And being a good person. So good for you, Julie. Good for you, Julie. We're proud. Yeah. You're sitting us. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Charlotte. I almost chose I almost, Charlotte. They were a toss up. You know, I almost chose Charlotte, but then I'm like, I understand what you're after. You're on a mission. Right. At least she's honest about it. Oh, owns it. <laughs> I mean, but Volchuk owns his thing too. He's just, he could tell he's definitely young because he's not self, he's confident, but in a way where he still doesn't really know like himself. Yeah. And what Sandy made a good point to Ryan of like whatever's bothering this kid yeah. is more than what's going on right. here. He's, it's it's not surface. It's, it's something deeper than it's this. It's not you. And Ryan does say that when he's in his crazy mode. Right. Of like I can't fix you. Of right. Like, this is not going to fix what you're really angry about. Right, right. And so I'm like, okay, Volchuk, you are just a sad human. Sad human that has to, not that you should be faulted for being a sad human because we all get sad sometimes. But you just won't give it up. Right. You have nothing else to do during your day but fucking chase this high schooler. Right. Well, I'm, I guess to me, he's still like a kid. Well, Whereas, no, it goes back to your, what I'm saying. Yeah, st- like right. he's still, yeah. he just, he has got nothing else to do. With his friends who are like 50 and 60 years yeah. old. Yeah. Where Charlotte, it's a grown ass adult. 
And now you're manipulating and using people because you can't get your own fucking money. <laughs> but this is what she does. She's like a professional she's scam a artist. She's a professional con artist. It's amazing, actually. She's very talented at her craft. She's yes. good at what she does. Yes, she is. Maybe not so good because you failed on this mission. Right. You didn't really think it through. You thought you you trusted Julie a little bit too much, which you don't trust well, Julie because Cooper. you don't know her. You just figured, oh, she's one of those noobsies. One of those noobsies that's stupid and needs money. Right. But she's not. She's not. No. Is okay. it time for our, our little chant? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's patron of the it's week. Patron of the week. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. Who will it be? It's patron of the week. This week, our patron of the week is a three-timer. <gasps> this will be her third time being patron of the week. <laughs> she is catching up on all of podcasts we have on the network, and she leaves us lots of nice comments on Patreon and she's liking it and she's like, I'm catching up girls. It's loyal Logan. Logan. She's And it was her birthday last week on the 8th. And so we just wanted to say happy belated again. If I didn't say it already, you believe did. I did. Yep. Just wanted to make sure. Yes. Getting no, all my bases. Multiple birthdays for you. Multiple birthdays. And we just wanted to thank you for being with us for so long. And thank you for catching up. It means so much to us that you want to continue this journey with us. And we love you. Yes, Logan. You're always loyal, Logan. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so cute. All right, let's see. Ready for the title. Are you ready? I don't know why I say ready. Like ready. It just comes <laughs> out. Okay. Oh, oh, wait. I wanted to read this after last week. When we're always like, we don't know what to say now that we're in season three. Like, how do we introduce Ooh. haiku? And so our girl muse chick, Vic, she said something real cute. Real cute, real cute. Real cute. Let me find it. She suggested the haiku from season three to you from me. Oh, cute. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> Uh, and she got a kick out of the lukewarm, lukewarm or hot warm list. <laughs> okay, so here is the haiku for episode eight. The game plan. Mm. Trying to decide which college would be best, East Coast or West Coast. Oh. 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 East Coast or West Coast. So I guess we're going to have to... I mean, they're in their senior year of high school, so we got to get on the ball with the applications and things. Hot. You know? Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough between our little Seth and Summer because, well, I mean, this is going to be tough for all relationships. This is always like the struggle in teen shows where you have mm-hmm. the couple and they're like, mm-hmm. where should we go to school? Mm-hmm. Should we go together or separate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Marissa's like, I'm not going to college. Right. Marissa's like, nah, nah, I'm good. Right. So... Both Seth and Summer are very um, intelligent, but they want different things, especially career-wise. They're not the same on which we don't even level. know. Which exactly, we right? don't even really know what they want to do with their lives or where they want to go. We could kind of assume with Seth maybe in the arts because he's such a yeah. great artist. Summer, Summer, who she knows? likes to shop and tan, right? But it's, that's just surface. Maybe she wants more than that. Of I would course. hope so. Well, and yeah. Ryan, it's like well. I feel like he's probably the most predictable. He's like, all right, I'm going to go to college and you know, be the first one in my family, do something like really good with my life. 
So I can see that for him. Like he's like, I'm going to be better than my family. Mm-hmm. Be the first one to go to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor. Mm. She has to go to college too. <laughs> yeah, She's going to she want to go where Seth's going. <laughs> this whole Seth thing is still happening with her. I think obviously eventually it will fizzle out because Seth and Summer are together. Mm-hmm. You would hope that she would back off, but she doesn't understand social cues. So she's like, um, <laughs> I'm just still going to be the Angelina. <laughs> just waiting. Uh huh. My hot or cold. Mm, Lukish. Lukish. <laughs> you were very, very good in the beginning. Okay. Very hot, warm. Well, you know, I can't give it all away. <laughs> hot, warm, or <laughs> hot, warm. hot, warm. Hot, warm or lukewarm. Uh, I'm lukewarm now. How about fine. Julie and all of that? Julie. And what Kiki? is she going to do? I don't remember exactly what happens with Julie. I hope that she's open and honest with Kirsten now. Like, hey, it's worse than you thought. And I need help. Like, finally, let's like let's get help from a friend. Like, phone a friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Don't remember. But maybe Sandy's like, I can give you a little book work to do. You could do a little, like, receptionist work. Oh. <laughs> but he just fired four people. I know. But maybe he's, like, super low paying. Or maybe. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. Other than that, I don't know. Like, she's not gonna get like this basic like waitress job. It's Julie Cooper. She's uh, not gonna do that. No way. So she's gonna figure out a job that makes sense for her because she she needs to have money and she can't rely on anyone else to have it now. Yeah. She got to. She's got to stand up for her family. That is. That's hot. Yes. Okay. Good. That whole statement. Yeah. Good. Um. Okay. That's really. Yeah. You know, Sandy mm-hmm. and Kirsten are going to be there on the up and up. Mm-hmm. So maybe Kirsten will go into party planning, mm-hmm. event planning. Mm-hmm. She's very good at it. Maybe her and Julie will team up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not sure, though, because I, I truly don't remember. Truly, oh. truly don't remember. Well, it sounds like a good thought, though, it right? Sounds like a good thought. We'll Liam go with, is leaving we'll go with hot warm on that one. Okay, hot warm. Hot warm. So that that's all the tea I was spill for today. I like it. Thank you. Can you believe it's episode eight? No. This one's so quick. I know. That means we're like basically two months down. How? How? That's How gross. Though? It is gross. I know. We'll be going into February, which is disgusting. Ew. Well, that's not next week, but you know, very some. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, thank you for joining us this week yes. thank you for listening every single week this has been fun if you would like to send us any questions or comments we can't stress this enough we really love to hear from we you. really want them and also i just love how this has really become not only us recapping the episode for you guys but really like an open table discussion yeah. round table i should say definitely discussion of this tv show that we all have this common interest and love for so you can hit us up on let's talk oc twitter Instagram, email. Uh, you can check out our Patreon. You can message us there. It takes three network, the number three, it takes three network.com. Next week, here's a little teaser for you guys. We have a guest. Yay. He has been a guest before, I believe. Not in, in a while. Season one. Season one, yeah. Yes, it was a Luke episode. Yes. Because he loves Luke. Is when his dad came out? Yes. Okay. Yep, that's right. <laughs> And Ant will be joining us. He is going to list his top five characters and his his top favorite. Yeah, top five and his bottom five. So stay tuned mm. for that. Hope you guys have an amazing week. 
and we will be back in your ears